At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. LP operating out of Burlington from 105.9 The Radiator. It is the Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proxer, and with me tonight, once again, Jason Baker. How's it going, man? It's going great, Tom. It's good to see you again. You too. Um, and so you were, you were, you were here in uh, December um, with your band, The Axiomatic. So am I to get the impression that you're here as a solo? You're doing a solo project now. I am doing this as a solo artist now. Um, Guy and I have been friends uh, for many years. Mm. He's a mentor to me. Uh, and uh, when scheduling and trying to get a new album recorded started to come between us, we decided to save our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, I, I owe him a, a lot of thanks for uh, being a, a good friend and a good mentor to our to me and, and pretty much teaching me the ins and outs of music and songwriting. He is uh, one of the finest musicians in Vermont and mm -hmm. uh, he, he has a lot of uh, outside gigs so that puts scheduling pressure on us and uh, I'm, I also have a specific direction I, I want to go in and I think that uh, you know that's it's great to work with him anytime mm -hmm. uh, but I think I want to uh, present my songs in a particular uh, in a particular uh, group we'll just say the, what I have. Yeah. Interesting. Well, in which case, uh, I'd like you, if you could show us how you'd like to present your songs, it would be great too if we could start off with uh, a little ditty. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so th uh, there are a couple songs I, uh, I kept from the Axiomatic uh, first uh, album, and they are, I've included them on my new release, which is going to be officially released uh, by May 1st. Uh, digital distribution is a vague thing, so mm -hmm. this song is called uh, A Locally Specific Blues. The time has come for the truth to be told I've often heard it said that fortune favors the bold So say it out loud, say what everyone knows Evil corporations and mobsters rule the world Ruining the lives of every boy and every girl Except of course their own kids You know how that goes The system isn't working, it's time for you to choose Turn that table over, what have you got to lose? All of us got a locally specific blues Well the president is stupid and his minions are the worst Congress will not help until they've lined their pockets first It's gone from bad to getting worse every day We'll hit rock bottom before it gets better They killed the rule of law, no they didn't save a letter Like chalk on a slate board, you just wipe it away The system isn't working, it's time for you to choose Turn that table over, what have you got to lose? All of us got Locally specific blues Now everyone is angry No one is any fun They're all cocked and ready to go off like a gun Say what you like But don't bring up anything new 
Cause no one here can take it, they can't hear another thing Until we kick it over, cash remains the king Maybe our next president ought to be you <laughs> The system isn't working, it's time for you to choose Turn that table over, what have you got to lose? All of us got a locally specific blues Now if you like to eat, gonna have to raise your game Better start a garden and help your neighbors do the same Tomatoes and beans, cucumber on the vine If we stick together, if everybody is in Override the system and that's how we can win That's what it takes, you lay it on the line The system isn't working, it's a common refrain Like trying to read a book, been left out in the rain You're gonna have to go back Write it all down again The system isn't working It's time for you to choose Turn that table over What have you got to lose? All of us got A locally specific blues All of us got A locally specific blues Alright So what's the, what's the title of that song again? I'm sorry. Yeah. What's the title of that song again? A locally specific blues. I should have probably have guessed that based on the, yeah, based on the <laughs> end of that song. Um, so when you say locally specific blues, obviously there's a lot of uh, themes in that song regarding um, national issues, um, and obviously there's a few things that come up there uh, regarding you know local issues as well, farming, community farming, for instance. Um, yes, that's well, true. Do you, do you consider these national issues local issues as well? Well, I mean, all po this, so this, this song blends the concept of all politics as local mm. and uh, the fact that blues songs always have a locality, frequently have a locality, Statesboro blues or the St. Louis blues or, you know. Um, and so, the no, so all blues is local maybe. Mm. Uh, so we're all suffering, I think, uh, under the national policies at a local level and, mm. it, and the solutions are also come up from a, a grassroots level as well which is sort of what the song hints at, um, that we need to kind of work together and stick together. And mm. So that is the point. Uh, and just before you started that song, you were mentioning that you've got your own uh, record coming out in about May um, called American Dream. Is that is that correct? America Dreams. America Dreams. Sorry, my apologies. No, it's okay. It's actually uh, because there is a, uh, a wonderful old uh, uh, song called American Dream, uh, about, which is oddly about dreaming about a, vacation, a Jamaican vacation. But uh, no, my song is, is, is again, more along, again, more along these lines of um, topical and political themes. Um, and uh, that's, that's sort of the, th it's sort of the theme of the whole album, and essentially is that it's sort of, uh, it, it deals with various aspects of the American dream and, and uh, what America's uh, thoughts about how America dreams actually matters in a mm. sense. Uh, you know, what, what we think and what we uh, do has an effect on not only us, but the whole world, so. Uh, not, not to get too far into the political weeds, but yeah. um, how, how is the American dream represented in the album and how do you think that is changed from what we have, well, what was considered to be, you know, kind of like the boilerplate American dream of the 1950s? Oh, well, I think we're all well, I think we're well past uh, believing in any sort of, uh, the, you know, uh, fantasy world. Um, I do have, I mean, I think that people do still live in a, in a, a imagined past with regard to that. So I do have, a, in fact, there is a song, Which America, um, which does 
deal with that imagined past and, and says, you know, maybe it wasn't so great. Maybe the good old days aren't as great as you think they were. So in a sense, I think part of the dealing with the American dream is understanding that there was never some gloried past that people usually point to. Oh, things were better than when we did this or when we did that. Um, that things were, uh, were always iffy mm. uh, in th throughout the 20th century and before in America. So. That's actually one thing that's uh, kind of um, giving give me somewhat str some strength <laughs> in the, these kind of tumultuous times is um, uh, look at looking back into the, the rest of the uh, history of the 20th century and prior to that, realizing everything was actually far, far worse <laughs> before now. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to be thankful for to, to living in these times, and much of much of it as actually much of it has happened very recently. The fact that information flows so much e more easily now, um, it it also becomes a bigger challenge. Mm, absolutely, um, and so um, with this uh, step towards um, creating assault, your solo works based around you know political and top topical uh, conversations that are happening currently. Is, is this the new direction that you're planning on going on, or is this just kind of something that happened or has always been kind of part of your works? So uh, when we talked, when we were here before, talked about how axiomatic w uh, was not genre specific mm -hmm. uh, and would write, I would, you know, and the truth is that most songwriters do like to write in a variety of styles and about a variety of things, and so do I. Um, not every song is strictly political, uh, to be, but some of them may be more existential, but they all tend to be to have a topical feel to them. Mm. Uh, and I think what I've noticed was in my writing that, that that more than half of my songs that I have written in the past year have a political theme. Uh, and so I just thought, well, this seems to be a thing for me. I mm -hmm. just sort of realized that it was a thing for me, that these were songs that were important to me. I liked playing them live because I liked I like the reactions they get, and I like the fact that that you know, um, it's something to discuss. It's not you know, and it's and it's not too um, hippy dippy. I try and put a little edge on things and keep it real uh, without it being you know, uh, yeah, without it being too. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I'm trying to look for Pre a preachy. Yeah, I, I, I well, that's the thing. You can be. I, I don't. I actually don't think I mind preachy as long as you're. As long as you, if you're as good a singer as a preacher, you know. And, mm. and if a preacher can, if you do it right, a, pre, a gospel preacher can mm. can preach to you without you being a condescending thing, but to be an inspiring thing. I think there's a way to do that, but that's a fine line, uh, without a doubt. Yes, you don't want to basically uh, bore people to death. Certainly, isn't sung at the very least. I mean, in in, <laughs> in staring speeches, maybe you can tend to go on to more of the side of the preachy kind of side of things. Yeah, well, I suppose I could go into speech writing. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so you're mentioning, so, you, you know, you've said that quite a lot of the songs are topical. Political is the main theme of the, of the record. Um, is there anything else you kind of touch on? Uh, or is it, is it abstract kind of uh, stories that are happening um, to everyone right now? Or is there anything kind of pertaining to you personally that's on the album? Uh, I've found that the confessional singer-songwriter thing uh, does, isn't that much of interest to me personally. I'm in there in places because it's what I because my beliefs are in there. Mm. Um, but other than that, uh, other than that, like stuff that there is, uh, I will say that there is one song on there that is very completely utterly autobiographical. It was actually very painful to write. It's painful to sing. I'm not sure I will ever sing it live. Um, but it's my Me Too moment, essentially, mm -hmm. essentially inspired by all these women who, are, who have come out with these stories that they've been carrying around for years. I remembered an incident that occurred to me when I was 18 where I witnessed a, uh, you know, a music star, essentially, 
decide to basically decide to touch up and feel up a 17-year-old girl uh, while he had the chance. And uh, I didn't know what to do about it. I was driving, giving him a ride, and um, so the song is actually uh, is actually about my feelings about that 30 years later. Um, mm. I still remember that and feel guilty about it. And I think uh, about not knowing what to do at 18 years of age, mm. and uh, and feeling ashamed of that still uh, of that. And that's something you know. Hopefully, writing a song like that, if people do hear it. Um, I can barely get through singing it, so I'm not going to perform it here tonight. I hope you understand. Uh, but I think that hopefully maybe people will start to understand that the, it, with regard to Me Too, it, there is a responsibility on the part of men in the world to step up and start saying what's the right thing to do, teaching young men what's the right thing to do, and uh, standing up you know, against sexual harassment and uh, that type of privilege that some men seem to feel they have with women and, and men too, I guess. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean... Um um, it's certainly it's certainly a sensitive uh, issue at the moment. Um, I feel like you've probably touched on quite a number of sensitive issues. Um, you were mentioning how you quite like reactions when people when people come to see you live. What kind of re reactions have these kind of songs elicited? Well, I, I believe most of my songs have a, a, a sense of humor to them, and that that. Uh that definitely is something I enjoy you know, giving people a, a little something to laugh at. Um, but I also like to, you know, occasionally there's a lyric in there for a little shock value. And I like to give people a little bit of a, ooh, did he really say that? Um, I did, I definitely, when I did that, the last song I did, when I, you know, when I sing the line, the president is stupid live, people stop and notice that because very few people are willing to get up on stage and just say it. But I mean, it's kind of obvious. So <laughs> and I'm not sure why that would be the case. Um, have you uh, have you performed this in any uh, deep Trump company country yet, or is no? This is no, this is Vermont. I went to deep in. I went deep into. Uh, I went to Ripton to perform that live for the first time, and I uh, got a good reaction. So I figure if I go, I don't think I'm going to be taking it uh, on the road to Kentucky or anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. But you never know. You never know. I, I hear Alabama is uh, yeah, clawing for singer songwriters right now. Um, all right, I think it's about time uh, we we hear another one off the album. Um, would you like to present it? Sure. Uh, well, this song is, uh, deals with, uh, uh, it's an, as another songwriting exercise, like a lot of my stuff is, um, trying to come up with a point of view um, that may not be familiar to me or just other folks. So this is a point from the point of view of a, a, fr a, a typically frustratingly apathetic person in America. And uh, right, it's, called, uh, some, it's called Someone Else's Situation. <laughs> Don't tell me about some Mideast war, I don't care what they are Fighting for, please don't talk about it anymore The Mideast war is such a bore I'm sad about them Refugees dying out there on the open seas Why don't they take their yachts to Belize Where they could be living a life of ease Yeah, you are barking up the wrong tree It's got nothing to do with me It ain't my altercation Pretend I am on vacation It's someone else's situation 
Now stop it with all this manic panic about hurricanes that are gigantic. So what if they are transoceanic? It's organic, man. It's not satanic. Well, here you come armed with the truth, proving that you are a top-notch sleuth. You are acting up and all uncouth, like screaming eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You are barking up the wrong tree. It's got nothing to do with me. It ain't my altercation. Pretend I am on vacation It's someone else's situation Yes, that was a scream you heard The neighbors fight, we have concurred No telling now what has occurred And as for me, well, mom's the word I close my windows my ears and I push down deep my dreadful fears pretend I cannot hear her tears and it has been this way for years you are barking up the wrong tree it's got nothing to do with me it ain't my altercation pretend I am on vacation it's someone else's situation they came for the black kids and no one spoke yeah they came for all the music fans at one stroke now there's knocking at my door and there's some uniform folk are here for me i said is this a joke you are barking up the wrong tree it's got nothing to do with me it ain't my altercation Pretend I am on vacation It's someone else's situation It's someone else's situation It's someone else's situation Someone else's situation? Yes, someone else's situation. That was the songwriting prompt. Write about someone else's situation. So I wrote a song called Someone Else's Situation. Oh. That's, that's my kind of sense of humor. Wonderful. And that that's kind of riffs off uh, of what your band was doing, effectively. Um, when you were on last time, you, you were uh, getting presented three themes and you would create a song around that. So I'm guessing you've taken that concept and kind of gone with it in your own way. It's, yeah, it's pretty much, it's pretty much a, pr uh, a good technique in a lot of ways. And you can approach a song from any direction, and, um, but to give yourself a couple of things to work with to triangulate, then yeah, it gives you some interesting ideas. Where do you find the prompts? You can you find, well, you find, well, eventually you learn to find them everywhere. Mm. Um, you can, but you can start by just using, uh, there's a bunch of really, they're really weird and awful, but these online title generators, mm -hmm. and they generate reams and reams of terrible, terrible titles. But you, have, but you come through them and you pick out anything that strikes you, mm. that gives you just a, a feeling or a thought, and you write it down and put it in a little a hook book is what most songwriters would call mm. it. And then you go back and you look at them again. And when, if something just, if you look at something and it strikes 
a, a, another line of any kind, that's a good. That's essentially a sign that you've got something to start with. Um, but that's a good way to practice doing it. And then you start to hear things that people say, or you know, just weird. You know, it's usually when people misspeak or say something out of the ordinary. Um, and then you just say, "Oh, that's a that's a song title." You know, I heard that there's a uh, there's a name for this type of uh, second winter, just like there's an Indian summer. Yes. And it's there's apparently there's a dozen there's blackberry winter and very and various other uh, names, dogwood winter. And those are, those are all very, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, those are some evocative song title mm. choices. Interesting you should mention Dog of Winter and, uh, in terms of a song title, because I was interviewing a band last week that had a album of that name, or album coming out there of that go. name, they, Dog of Winter. Clearly they are geniuses, I can <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> you guys are obviously on the same wavelength. Well, there um, uh, which also, uh, uh, I, I Again, not to get too far into uh, different subjects, but the, the idea of the second winter, especially uh, based on the fact we seem to be experiencing a third or a fifth or a sixth winter right now, is definitely something that um, is evoking a lot of feeling around the rest of Burlington or around the rest of Vermont. So I'm guessing a lot of uh, artists are making hay with this angsty feeling that everyone seems to be embodying right now. Well, I think that's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, it is certainly uh, one path to go down. I'm, I'm sort of more interested in um, sort of talking about the facts of climate change mm. and saying, you know, if we don't do and, and sort of pointing out that, it, you know, this is an inevitability that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And, um, and um, I have a ballad which, uh, about, you know, that is specifically about climate change. Um, I, have, I bring it up a lot. I'll mm -hmm. just put it that way in a lot of songs. It's, 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 a, it's actually an, an important um, sort of uh, subject to frame our current debate. It's, mm -hmm. You know, if you can't really understand that, that you know, so, the, the basic science behind it, I'm sure you can see the what's the flood. Um, Unless, of course, you just label it weather. Well, some <laughs> some people do that, and but it's become. I think that's become. It's unfortunate that it's become a minority position. However, we still are not doing everything we can to stop it so mm -hmm. it that's a, it's a question mark in my mind i think that pertains to quite a lot of uh, very uh um, important subjects right now where the minority view seems to be the one that gets dominated in politics um going back to the songs though um yeah. you say you you kind of taking this inspiration from many different places like terms of phrase that people use uh random word generators are you constantly writing stuff down and constantly writing songs, or do you, you have to be in a particular place? Do you, do you gather all this information? Do you gather all these ideas up in one place, and then, you know, 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, you'll sit down and write 10 songs? Um, I actually, uh, the, the only limitation on writing songs for me is, uh, is time to finish other things, such as finishing this album required uh, doing some recordings over the past two weeks, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, and doing you know, a little few overdubs and stuff here and there, all recorded, you know, in a do-it-yourself fashion. But that meant my evenings were spent doing that and not writing songs. So mm -hmm. I haven't written songs in two weeks. But it's songwriting is not something that I believe uh, I've come to believe. You don't wait for inspiration. You definitely collect ideas and have them ready. Um, and that essentially, if you just set aside time, you, you know, you if you're if you're really sick or really uh, tired or really hungry or really in a bad mood, it may not be the right time to write a song, but it might. Um, uh, but you don't really get better by, by waiting for inspiration. You just got to do it. And the mm -hmm. more you do it, the better you get at it. And that's become clear to me uh, that that was 
that was the uh, the keystone the, the the key that was holding me back mm -hmm. uh, for so many years was feeling that you had to be good right you know every song had to be good the moment it comes out most of them are not mm -hmm. um, and reading stuff of you know John Prine talking about I go to work at nine and I leave at five and I write ten songs a day and mm -hmm. most of them are terrible and realizing like that I would love to comb through John Prine's thrown away songs but um, <laughs> still that that it's a you know people I guess I have a variety of inspirations John Prine Nick Cave various people like that who their you know their their commandment is go to work mm -hmm. um, do it it's work keep doing it don't you know don't wait for a muse to show up you know, that's a waste of time so uh, I I mean, on a, on a given day, do you, do you crank out one, two, two songs, or is it... I'm happy to like do a song a day. If yeah. I can do one song in a day, I'm very happy. I have written two really good songs in one day once, at, or twice at least, I'm sure. Um, I've written more than once. I've certainly written two songs a day where one wasn't so great, mm. um, and the other was better, or something like that. But yeah, you can crank... If you have all day, yeah. uh, you know, it's really... A song can be done in an hour two hours include uh, three hours if you include recording it is it uh do you find it cathartic or is it just something that you kind of need to get out otherwise you're gonna go crazy oh it's absolutely both uh, <laughs> it's cathartic it's uh, it is it's just good it's it is good to get these things out on paper it feels good to uh to feel like you've mastered some words uh and sometimes it's just uh, you know, instead of screaming at the TV, if you're going to have an imaginary conversation, you might as well write it down and put some music to it. <laughs> Does that help you actually formulate your own thoughts and feelings behind some of these heavier subjects? Ab absolutely. And, and in fact, it made me realize that certain subjects are a lot harder to write about because I, you know, it, it is it is more ambiguous. And I, you know, and it, it, it's just harder to write about certain things because they're, you know, things especially dealing with death are you know everything from death penalty to abortion is mm. a hot rail for people and i'm not interested in necessarily uh you know offending people but i am going to say what i think you know in a, you know, my music is intended to be socially conscious mm -hmm. that's all you know not antagonistic <laughs> yeah, i can imagine some of those subjects are probably uh a little bit trickier to navigate than others true <laughs> yeah um I, so we're probably about to have one more song, but before uh, I'll let you start singing it, uh, let us know a little bit more about this album in terms of where we can get it and any dates you've got coming up so people can see you live. Okay, so I have a website. It's jbakervt.com. That's J-B-A-K-E-R-V-T.com, jbakervt.com. And you can stream the album there right now for free. And in with by May 1st, it will be available, I'm assured, by my digital distributor that it will be available on Spotify, Apple Music and iTunes, Google Play, uh, something called Deezer I've never heard of, whatever. I mean, oh, it's old school, that one. Yeah, I, 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 I say, what, what Deezer's still? French, French one. Okay, so, uh, you know, hey, maybe the French will like it. <laughs> um, and that will be available generally, but you can definitely go and stream it anytime at jbakervt.com. There you can also sign up for my mailing list and check out the shows. There's videos there as well. Um, upcoming shows, my first official, I guess, solo show is this Friday mm -hmm. at Baguito's Cafe in Montpelier. Uh, I'll be there at 6 uh, to almost 8, so I'll be playing a pile of songs, um, everything from the album and then some. And uh, then I'll be I'll basically have gigs in May, uh, May 10th at Radio Bean, May 11th back at Baguito's, 
Uh, May 24th, I'll be part of a songwriter showcase at Twigs in St. Albans. Uh, that's again May 24th, and then um, uh, I know I'm back at Radio Bean on June 27th. So wicked. So you're keeping busy then. I am. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, you would like to play us out with one last song? That'd be fantastic. All right. Well, I had trouble figuring out which one to play here because it was sort of. Uh, so this one's uh, less of a. a uh, yeah, you know what? Let's do this one. Yeah, yeah I'm having a hard time deciding, so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'll pick one at the last second. Yeah, here we go. So this is le this one's more of a uh, a message to uh, well, there's some politics there, but it's more of a message to people who use words for a living, um, be it a politician or maybe a songwriter. Mm. Say now, I don't think you even know just what it is to have a flow, to let it go, share what you know, to plant the seeds of thoughts that grow into a tree of knowledge and power, branches full of leaves that flower into fruit we devour by the hour. Taste some before it goes sour. Say now, say what you will, tell us something that we never knew that'll make us not want to kill you. Say now. Say what you must To become the sort of person Whom everyone can trust Doing our level best to express The harsh reality of our distress Not gonna settle for anything less Than hearing those at fault confess And rot inside a crappy jail Robbed of their freedoms, held without bail And whipped like dogs nailed to the rail Don't forget the devil is in the details Say now Say what you will Tell us something that we never knew That'll make us not want to kill you Say now Say what you must To become the sort of person Whom everyone can trust This is not the time for weak minds We need the smart and brave and kind To work together or we will find The human race is left behind Left to die in rising waters Will be our sons and our daughters Left to die in rising waters Do what you will to survive the slaughter Say now Say what you will Tell us something that we never knew That'll make us not want to kill you Say now Say what you must To become the sort of person Whom everyone can trust So what's the point of what you say? Are you aiming at a brighter day? You have the power either way Will you lead or will you obey? Obey your ego and your greed Suck that teeth until you make it bleed Or bite the hand from which you feed Get what you want or what you need Say now, say what you will Sell us something that we never knew That'll make us want to kill you Say now, say what you will Tell us something that we never knew That'll make us not want to kill you Say now, say what you will Tell us something that we never knew That'll make us not want to kill you Say now Say what you will Tell us something that we never knew That'll make us not want to kill you Alright Jason Baker there with Say Now Jason, thank you so much for coming onto the show again uh, I wish you all the best with your gigs coming up and, um, and with the album as well Thank you very much, Tom I really appreciate you having me back on No worries, man um, uh, After a short break, we'll have Ryan Sweezy um, So stick around and we'll be right back